Friday, take to the tropics for Save by the Bell, the movie. Nightmare in paradise. Feel the adventure. Live the romance. Maybe you should slow down, huh? That's too late. And expect the unexpected. <laughs> Escape to a Hawaiian paradise. Save by the Bell, the movie, Friday at 8, 7 Central on NBC. God, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would always you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? Do you think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of The Greatest Moments in the History of Forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. This is episode number 181, Say by the Bell, Hawaiian style. That's right, one of the yeah. two Say by the Bell movies. <laughs> Feels like uh, it's been a long time coming for this app. Yeah, we even did. Even more so than Fear, because <laughs> even though both of these were planned to be recorded before... COVID. Yes. This one it seemed like we could have done at any time since the beginning of this show. Right. We touched on Say by the Bell in one of our very first episodes, and then we came back to it right after episode 100 with the college years, but that is not really quite the same. Missing some of the key cast members, most notably Lisa and Jesse. That's right. But all of them are in Hawaiian style, which was a film that ran while the show was on the air. It actually ran in primetime and got terrible ratings. But yeah, we'll, really. We'll get into that Feels later. Like it <laughs> so yeah, this was originally going to be a Friday bonus, which is something we did two of, and then we were going to come back to it, and now COVID has kind of ruined everything. And so there's really no reason to do Friday bonuses at this point. We're just happy to be back and recording, so we're yeah, just, just going to... Record episodes and then release them when they're done. Maybe like we got a little too carried away and COVID was kind of like a reminder, like reel it in, guys. Keep us in Just check. Regular episodes. Is yeah, fun. I yeah. mean, there's not been any talk of us doing on the record or yeah, anything really. like that. So. It's, yeah, for a while, yeah. we're going to just be doing regular episodes, right. and then we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it all depends on how bored Zach gets when we start like spinning out to these other things. Yeah, right now I'm just going to have to edit these like marathon ep- yeah, comeback right, episodes, because really. the last episode was pretty long. I'm sure this one might stray into that. A lot to dig into here. I just wanted to touch on, like, yes, this was going to be a Friday bonus. Now it's not. We're just happy to be back. We're doing regular apps. That's right. I don't even know if there's going to be a regular release day at this point. I'm just like, I'll Whatever. edit these and release them when yep. they're done. <laughs> That's it. Really. So here we go. Say by the bell, Hawaiian style. I guess before we jump into the movie, we should say follow the show on Twitter. I have kept that going a little bit. And make sure you're subscribed. Tell everyone we're back. Tell your friends, like, hey, Greatest Moments decided that COVID's over, so they're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, we're just hoping that we'll be able to keep doing this, and we'll take it as it comes. That's all you can do. So thanks for listening. Thanks for following the show. We'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Why even talk about this movie? It's fucking terrible. (laughs) It is is trash. And when it was starting, I, I found myself questioning, what point during the series does this take place? And they don't do a good job of making it very clear at first on how things are happening it's summer but they aired this like in 
November, close to the end of the show's run. Yeah. But they, it's supposed to be like the summer before senior year, I uh, think. A, a, a shocking amount of content around like adults dating like high school kids. So I was like, maybe this was the summer after they graduated. I mean, as you go on, you figure out that is not the case. Yeah. Uh, almost to a shocking level <laughs> because you're like, that's the only way you can rationalize, uh, rationalize some of the like behaviors of some of these adults. Oh, yeah. Characters. Every, every person in this movie acts completely insane. It feels like it took 15 minutes to write this movie like there's yeah, right. no thought oh, in it at all well uh, the this... jokes aren't even really okay, jokes so yeah so they i mean they write it like it's an episode of television they've got like you've got your a story which is like saving... no, no, no one of my first notes it's all b stories in this okay movie. sorry your b sto- so it's like your b it is a collection right. of b yeah, and c stories like, okay so your b stories is just like the hotel and then like the andrea zach thing and then like kelly's really and then like the runner is like this whole thing where Screech is uh, uh, maybe a, a returning chief yeah, to this tribe like, of Hawaiians. And then the, also the Jesse Slater bet with Lisa, which gets almost no <laughs> yeah, screen right. time. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, it is a weird thing to look back on just the way that the people that wrote this show and then subsequently this movie treated Lisa as a character. She's so not involved with almost anything. And when you think back on the show, she so rarely had love yeah. interests and all that stuff. She's so not a focal point of anything. That's true. I did always take her as being like kind of smarter than everyone, though. And she, she like, is so, fucking she, smoking hot. In yeah, this episode, and she like, but she's constantly that. like dis- distancing herself from the things that they're doing. It's sometimes she's not involved because she's basically like, wait, why are you guys doing this? Yeah, I know, but that also makes her seem like a bitch. I agree. In shows like this, I agree. When it's kids watching, and I, and I think that was their point. That yeah. was their, their point of writing her that way, but it does come off that way. And then it's also like. Jesse, I mean, who's basically like the villain of the show, but, but just like her anti-capitalism and like pro-feminism. Like oh, now yeah. she'd be like the hero. Yeah, and <laughs> like, they, yeah, I think they were doing it to right. be like, oh god, listen to this annoying, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then in reality, it's like she's making like pretty valid points. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Say by the Bell Hawaiian style originally aired on November twenty seventh, nineteen ninety two, which was the day after Thanksgiving, and it aired in primetime. It ranked, honestly, like 51st out of 88 shows so of the week, so it wasn't you great. You do wonder what inspires this. What ins- well, I don't think like... You're just filling a primetime slot. Okay, yeah, it's I get like, it. Right? It's, the, it's Black Friday. I don't think they're like really going for okay. uh, big programming. Maybe it's up against like Family Matters and stuff all like right, that. All right, yeah, I get it. That's a good spot for it then. No adults are checking in for this, right? No, no, no. And they aired the final episode in primetime, like coupled with the premiere of That's right. the we college years this. and stuff like that. Yeah. Say by the Bell Hawaiian style occurred during the continuity of the original series during a summer holiday. In the movie, Kelly's grandfather, played by Dean Jones, invites the kids to stay at his hotel in Hawaii. However, Someone else is out to buy his land and build a hotel resort complex, and the group has to save it. There's some some shades of uh, the Descendants in here, <laughs> you know. As would eventually be the case with Say by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas, Hawaiian Style was presented as a two-hour movie on NBC. Although when aired in syndication, it is commonly split into four regular-length episodes, all featuring the song "Summertime." by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince in the opening credits, as opposed to the traditional Say by the Bell theme. That's right. Which Gave watching it like these a on little Hulu, bit of legitimacy. Yeah, it broke it up like that on Hulu with the special uh, yes, theme music. Right. 
So let's jump into it. We'll cover some stuff as we go. It's one of those things that only makes sense in the context of Saved by the Bell. Like, nothing about this is yeah. realistic or grounded in any kind of reality. There was you have basically teenagers, like, I outsmarting know. adults at every turn well, and then saving a hotel. There was parts where I was thinking to myself, okay, well, in the normal constructs within Bayside, all right, we know Belding is a dope. But, like, maybe these other adult characters just sort of go along with these schemes because it's like, all right, well, we're going to let the kids try to learn a lesson here. <laughs> but, like, in this episode, we actually have fucking lawyers, like, accountants, like, yeah. executives, and, like, they're all being outsmart by the gang. Right. And plus a big part of the logic in Say by the Bell is that the kids watching the show won't know anything. That's true, So yeah. we don't really have to worry about, like, what – would really be legal or what really would count or what matter you know what i mean like oh, right. it the logic only follows whatever the characters say it is yeah. and that's it the movie begins with the gang and we have zach slater screech kelly lisa jesse all arriving in hawaii and as we talked about no laugh track it's obvious right from the start super awkward and the, the actors are trained to like pause for a laugh track which is right. on display still yeah, which is something that they did not carry over into the wedding in Las Vegas, but it is like they decided to set these up as if it was like the show. Now, yeah. they did have a previous experience of doing the show like outside of the normal sets with the Malibu, Malibu Sands, Sands, and those do have laugh tracks, That's but those true. were like... Yeah what, like six episodes or something? Right. Those were separate from the normal episodes, but they weren't a movie. This is like supposed to be like a standalone uh, hour and a half movie with two hours with commercials on NBC, but they treat it like the show, which I think was a weird choice. Maybe they thought they were going to do a laugh track and then decided against it for some reason. Yeah. I would say even the Malibu Sands episodes seem better than this. They have a distinction to them to me that seems different than this quote movie does. Yeah. This was, by the way, directed by the legend Don right. Barnhart, who yes. directed like tons of it, Say by the Bell episodes. Seemingly every episode. It feels like... Almost everyone. It's yeah. like a shock if he didn't direct it. Based on Say by the Bell, which is originally Good Morning, Miss Bliss, created by Sam Bobrick. But this was the script was written by a guy named Bennett Tramer, who has a few other credits to his name. Most notably, he was given the creator credit for Say by the Bell, The New Class, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst shows of all time. <laughs> but he did write like a few other scripts before this. But this is like, you would almost be ashamed to put your name on this script. I'd it's say so, so yeah. bad. Right. So the guys are all like super excited about the quote, incredible women yeah. walking around the <laughs> airport in yeah, Hawaii. You know, as opposed to like where they live in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, the screech gags with the video camera yeah. falling flat, his just hairless legs blindingly white coming around on that airport conveyor belt thing his absurdist style works on an audience of like 10 and under but i think when you look at this through the prism of like being a teenager or older uh, certainly now as adults it's so desperate and cloying that you're just it's you almost have to look away there's from the no screech stuff. way it's so bad they would allow screech to remain as like a part of the gang it almost seems like since Zach is like such a sociopath that he would have murdered Screech and right. buried him in his backyard at some point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if he could get away with it. 
Jesse and Slater pick up their regular dynamic from the show. They're like constantly bickering. This is coming at a time in the continuity of the show where Zach and Kelly are not together. And that will be a big part of this movie because they will both find a love interest in Hawaii. But Jesse and Slater are. And one of the running things of this will be a bet with Lisa that they'll have no more fighting the rest of the trip. And this is where I pointed out in my notes, it's a movie of all B-plots. I mean, none of this stuff matters. You don't care about any of it. No, (laughs) yeah, I know. Like, that's in their mind what the A-plot is, but it's like none of this matters at all. Right. (laughs) Kelly Kapowski just looking like a goddamn dream. I just can't get past that sometimes where I'm like, wouldn't that be all you would care about if you were Zach or Slater or any of these dudes, like, hanging out with them all the time? They're making a big deal out of, like, of anonymous Hawaiian women walking around, but, like... Like, I just am not buying that Andrea is, like, so much better looking than every girl that Zach would be attracted to back home. That's true. Now, she does have the adult factor to her. Yeah, and she does... She, you know, the actress, Rena Sofer, when we get here in a second... Because, yeah, immediately Zach's radar picks up this girl named Andrea Larson, played by Rena Sofer, who was kind of a low-level babe of the 90s for okay. me. I don't think she was ever, like, super famous, but I always would recognize her from, like, different things because of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else she's in. She's probably most known for soap operas and okay. shit like that, but she was in, like, random shows All or right. episodes yeah. of shows and stuff. I always thought she was really attractive. She reminded me of a girl that I went to school with, just the same kind of look. Yeah. Zach's interested immediately. She's supposed to be older. I think Rena Sofer is like a few years older than Mark Paul Gossler in okay. real life, so yeah. it kind of checks out. I felt like Zach was – that. it jumped out to me a little bit. He was looking a little beefy, almost like <laughs> – I feel like roids might have been involved. Yeah, he definitely bulked up heading into the college years. That's the thing that's confusing about Say by the Bell. People naturally assume that they're playing – younger than they are all of the people because they don't really look like awkward kids except for screech everyone always looked and carried themselves like an adult and so people like when they watch this show they assume like oh well mark paul gosler or mario lopez or tiffany amber Thiessen must be like in their early 20s or something but they were always pretty much like, like around the ages right? that they were supposed to be so you don't really notice though i guess is my point that there's a difference between Zach and Andrea right off the bat because of the way that Zach always carried himself and he just seems very adult and looks kind of like an adult. Agreed and you wouldn't know anything different from just watching this because none of the adult characters act like it's fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah and most of the time in real life if it's like a a 17 year old kid and like a woman in her early 20s who has a kid it would look like Screech and Andrea. Yeah, right. But the way they present it is like you don't really register any weirdness visually with looking at Zach going after someone like Andrea. She's sure. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So Zach is like trying to hit on her. She's like kind of receptive to it, but like kind of laughing it off. He carries her bags. And then her actual boyfriend, Derek, shows up in a stretch limo to pick her up, which catches her off guard. Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, babe, hurry up. I got sparkling water and hot snacks. <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, the only hot snacks I'm seeing is Andrea. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that is a strange hot thing to mean? entice someone. It's like, I don't know. The only thing I'm thinking is like popcorn, which seems like weird. 
Yeah, it's number one. It's like, all right, Derek, it's fucking ninety degrees out. Really, I'm sweating my fucking balls off. <laughs> yeah. You want me to get in your I limo and like eat a hot snow snacks? Cone. <laughs> Zach has been carrying her bags. No idea where Zach's luggage is, but Zach carried her stuff out. It seems like the gang arrived in Hawaii with no luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like from the amount of like costumes and stuff that they're wearing throughout this epi- or throughout this, they're like movie. Alan Iverson. They just buy new clothes in every town and then just throw them away or leave them there love it (laughs) that is a great move through the one percent of the one percent Derek goes to tip zach thinking that he's just like a service person at the airport or something which you know i haven't seen a ton of in my in airports no one's like like offering to take my bag carrier it did make me think maybe this is still a thing i was thinking like there's less service jobs or opportunities now where people are like tipping you for it because it's yeah. not coming up in my life a lot that I'm just like giving tips to people that aren't my waiter. Derek is more or less Andrea's boyfriend. We're going to find out over the course of this that she's not that into him. But one of the funny things about this movie is that like Zach shows up and yeah, you could be like, well, Derek's an asshole and Andrea should know better and do better. But Zach's arrival does just kind of like fuck up everything for her. That's true. And just like ruin everything. Kind when of, you think about term. it yeah i mean the ending yeah they try to fix it by like giving an absurd ending which right. we'll get to <laughs> okay, but yeah, like i was gonna say but i mean that's come on that's I not know. believable yeah so right off the bat nightmare in paradise here are the california association of principals led by none other than belding yeah the coincidence of all coincidences so the first thing you think of is like they're all at the airport at the same time were they all in the same flight <laughs> How did they not yeah. notice each other? I don't what know. happened? And it's like even going- what is the California Association <laughs> of Principals, and why would they go to Hawaii at any point? Even thinking about these kids all being on vacation together. Well, there's like a reason 16. Kelly's grandfather has a hotel, and he invited them. I know, but it's like I don't know. It feels like somebody's. I mean, Zach's mom didn't want him going to the fucking. <laughs> over 18 club yeah know? they're all like allowed to just fly on a plane to hawaii together they're not even like 18 the adult supervision here doesn't seem great <laughs> you know yeah especially since like kelly's grandfather's like kind of a creep really i know <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean it seems like they were always just allowed to do whatever they wanted at any point it's also like kelly was sort of portrayed as being poor <laughs> I understand that her grandfather's hotel is failing, but not for nothing, you do have a Hawaiian hotel in the family. How much do you think that property would be worth right now? I know. It's like in the Descendants. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Fucking Harry could get like $100 million easily for that. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, Belding and the principal. Belding showing up immediately it's like what the fuck and you know which i like how pissed he is too the thing is like that's hilarious is like they all pretend to be mad like the kids and belding but it's like they all secretly love it oh I know. it's like they're all like addicted to each other it's so fucking gross and weird <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh belding's here then the principals they head off to the royal pacific hotel now that will end up being pretty important. The Royal Pacific Hotel will turn out to be like the evil empire. Yep. The gang, on the other hand, is headed to the Hawaiian hideaway, which is Grandpa Harry's place. Honestly, they try to make a a visual gag here of like the hideaway's car picking them up. It's cooler. I know. That's what I was That would be more interesting. Than like a shuttle bus. It was a generic shuttle bus to go to the Royal Pacific Hotel. And this, like the dumbasses who make this show 
are like, oh yeah, that's luxury, and then like look at this shitty car, but it's like this kind of cool, it's got a character to it, yeah. vintage car. I don't know, that looks pretty cool to me. Yeah, although it's like we live in the time now where that seems cooler. Like the nineties yeah, was know. like everything was like you got to be new. Yeah, yeah, I know. The Screech plot in the movie turns it's out just like one of the worst things that's ever. It's happened. not only I terrible, just, yeah. but it's probably pretty offensive too. Really, it's just really embarrassing. Where. There are some Hawaiian gentlemen here at the airport as they're leaving who are like cab drivers who recognize Screech as I think they say something like he's returned or something. And it just basically being like these people are idiots. It goes down a road that's just so dark. (laughs) One of the great things about this movie is the original songs. And there's a couple of songs written by Rich Eames and Scott Gale. And the first one here is called Gone Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. Which is the most generic? Well, actually, I shouldn't even say that because they're all equally as generic. Really? But it's just like I'm going out on on vacation to a hula nation. It's just like you know, like I'm in the sun because I'm going Hawaiian. <laughs> like that's like literally the lyrics. It's so bad. Yeah. And there's a couple of those throughout the movie. There's another one called Surfer Dude, that's which right. is coming up for like one of the montages and it's just like that early 90s diarrhea songs just so shitty (laughs) just so bad like the sound of it is bad it's like bad production it's way too busy sounding yeah right we're having so much fun like you can picture us all smiling while we're playing our instrument it's so but grandpa harry welcomes the gang with his welcome song and i will say that this is a song i sing to myself all the time (laughs) and i have my entire life since i've ever seen this but you know like the the sun and the moon at night like i always like have that in my head it's like always there i don't know it's always stuck with me he's got that ukulele there's no guests and instead of trying to shield his granddaughter from his personal shame and failure really he immediately is just like well Well, my life's over yeah (laughs) things aren't going great (laughs) i'm about to try to initiate a semi-consensual sexual relationship with my granddaughter in addition to that my business is going under did you ever think like it's kind of weird how he's always like my favorite granddaughter while he's like kind of putting his arms all over her it's definitely weird not he's like a very kelly have like nine brothers and sisters or something yeah. And that's not, there could be like cousins too. Yeah, I know. But she's saying, I wonder why she's the favorite. Well, come on. <laughs> yeah. She's my favorite granddaughter of yours too. That's basically like Brian's pickup right, line yeah. <laughs> later. <laughs> so there's no guests and we find out that the Royal Pacific wants to buy his land. And as Jesse points out, that's typical of the large money-grubbing corporations of the 90s, really? which I thought was yeah. like a pretty hilarious line. Yeah, I mean, that's what made she, me start thinking she about She basically like, has like <laughs> like a fucking Fidel Castro beard. At this, She's like <laughs> yeah. the communist at the table. But like, yeah, I mean, in today's thing, we would be like, yeah, fuck this right. group or whatever. And that is kind of the plot of this movie, which is funny because it is sort of a, say by the Bell is but even, like, like the one percenters. Like, the richest people imaginable. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, she's right, but, like, despite that, she's still, like, annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which is worse. (laughs) That's, like, the worst thing you could be as a woman, (laughs) is annoying. (laughs) Or opinionated. (laughs) Harry's basically, like, the Royal Pacific not only hires away my staff, then they 
will pay other people more for them to not work here. By the way, so I people, don't have any staff. I think just like desperately needing jobs, probably. Yeah, that, I mean, it, that's just so unrealistic yeah. that like they could that there wouldn't be anyone who needed a job. Yeah, it's just there's no way. I mean, I get that like Royal Pacific is like evil and shit, but I don't know. It just does that doesn't seem like the tactics that make the most sense. But like, I guess that's the way they're explaining it to like kids watching this or whatever. And I guess that is also supposed to explain why there's no guests because there's no staff to yeah. take care of them. And he's in deep too. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> he's about to do some like desperate shit. <laughs> it's like fucking like a Coen Brothers movie That's or right. something. Yeah. We get our first montage. The bikini style's not very flattering to the young ladies on the show who are all super attractive, but just real long butt bikinis. Yeah. Which was such not a nineties thing. Yeah. Doesn't look good. I did notice though, like when there's extras and background people in bikinis, they look better. Yeah. So maybe they wanted them to be wearing like very conservative looking swimsuits. I think Lisa's in like a one piece, which is very strange. I I mean, this is like the same production crew that when these girls were hot Sunday, they were wearing like thongs. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe there was some blowback on that. Not thongs with bare cheeks, people. If you've never seen it, (laughs) that would have been wild. While they're at the beach, Screech and Lisa are, like, kidnapped, basically, by this tribe of people that think that Screech is, like, their long-lost chief. And I did notice, like, when the guy grabs Uh, Lisa and throws her over the shoulder, he grabs, like, a handful of ass. Yeah, and I was, like, like, I I was even thinking to myself, I was, like, I gotta try to, you know, try try to not make this creep cast or whatever, but it's so hard not to notice that. Like, it's so hard to not be a creep. <laughs> I mean, he throws her over the shoulder and like puts his hand firmly on her ass. Yeah, it's a little wild. Yeah, considering that dude is like a full blown adult, and I don't. I mean, I don't know how old Lark Voorhees was at the time, but it does seem kind of wild. It felt immoral, you know. <laughs> yeah, because it's like one of those things where you, it, there's like plausible deniability, it, right? Where we you can be acting. like, yeah, like I had to do that so she wouldn't fall or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Oh, God, this is already going so far off the rails. But, I mean, we both noticed it. Yeah, so there you go. Harry introduces Kelly to his lawyer, Brian Hansen, and Brian's response to finding out that Kelly is his favorite granddaughter is to say, I can see why she's your favorite. That is a fucking wild line. Doesn't it feel like... I can see why she's your favorite. What does that mean? (laughs) because she's hot that's what we were joking about but that is a line in this movie and it feels like these two are winking at each other the whole time yeah yeah i took your granddaughter out of my yacht yesterday and she looks smoking in the bikini it seems like grandpa's gonna give him a high five or something so she's like not even yet a senior in high school and he's a guy who went through law school so he's got to be like late 20s at the youngest yeah and that is just crazy i know and and grandpa thinks nothing of it. This was a show that did sometimes cast older dudes, but they were playing kind of younger. Yeah. Like I think that guy that played Jeff, he looked old. <laughs> yeah. He was like way older than Tiffany Everthesen and they're like doing kissing scenes and stuff. You know, which I guess is just a part of acting, but it is like really creepy and weird and they would never do that now. But there's no way around this. They're not acting like she's a junior or senior in high school and he's like a freshman in college they're like no he's a lawyer he's an adult Here's he has thing. a convertible <laughs> they could have made this script whatever they wanted 
I don't understand why it couldn't have been like a high school dude that was the love interest. <laughs> the high school dude who was Harry's lawyer. No, no, I'm saying like that's what I mean though. They didn't have to make this script about. <laughs> well, they wanted there to be like that sweet betrayal. Yeah. Like they thought like that was gonna be like a big shocking reveal. Even though it's like by the time you get to the reveal, it's so obvious. Well, it's that like, you're like okay, what is Brian's actual stake in all of this? There's He's a, just playing both sides, so whoever wins, he comes no, out on top. I get, yeah. Well, that's the thing, but it's like, from Kelly's grandpa's perspective, he's like, yeah, this guy Brian, who like basically looks like Tom Cruise, has yeah. just been like hanging around and like has been like a big help to me. It's like, well, it doesn't seem like he's been a big help. You said no one fucking works here now, so yeah, what is he doing? Well, for he's you? just kind of like tricked Harry. Uh, yeah. That seems believable. Yeah, <laughs> but Kelly. When she, like, is then introducing him to Zach, calls him Brian Handsome. Yes. Which is weird because it's, like, it's weird enough already that Zach and Kelly are on such good terms after dating for years and then having emotional breakups that, like, oh, yeah, I guess we're just all friends. And now she's, like, oh, here's my grandpa's lawyer. hours at the max. Brian Handsome. Yes. There is, like, a weird part in this movie, though, later when Zach's, like, I'll kill you. He says that to Kelly like later. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, we'll get do, there. Yeah. We'll get there because okay. I wrote it down. Okay. The gang comes up with a plan, as they always do. So, well, here's the, the best part about this plan. First, Zach has the plan. Yeah. Because they're, they're all coming out to breakfast. And he tells Grandpa, like, whatever. Hey, how about this? How about we all work here? For, for the, we're here for two weeks. We'll work here and... Help. We'll be your staff, yeah, is, right. the, is the idea. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Slater and Jesse arise and come out and are like... We which, thought of this too. Yeah, the which, same plan. And I was thinking to myself, are they just pointing out how dumb and obvious the resolutions are that these fucking kids come up with for every Well, that's the thing. It's not obvious like why okay. Well it's not At obvious that this point, would work, but th- that it would be their idea. Harry has to should be an adult right. and be like yeah. No, you guys don't need to worry about this. This is my problem. You guys are kids. You guys work. You came here, here for vacation for free for two weeks. I don't think it's gonna save this. Thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing because then Brian throws out an arbitrary goal where he's like, the hotel would need to be filled to capacity for two weeks in order to generate enough money to save the hotel. And it's like, where is that coming from? How can and that what possibly happen- be true? What happens after two weeks? It's like there's no. That doesn't really fix anything. It's just an arbitrary thing to make there be a goal for the movie. Everything at this point is like real cringy with Screech because now Screech shows up. He's being like carried by his people like he's this king. Lisa's kind of like freaking out. The Hawaiians all bow to him, which of course is kind of offensive. And the one Hawaiian character that we like find out their name, it's Keanu. Yeah. Which is also pretty embarrassing. And they say that Screech is the descendant of their great ancestor Mondaleo or something. This is I don't so know. horrible. There's I don't a even statue. Want to talk about it. <laughs> the one character in this movie that genuinely got some laughs out of me was Lisa, like reacting to things. Yeah, because she does an eye roll like during this that was actually kind of funny. She seems to be the only character that is even remotely realistic sometimes. Now, there's tons of things about Lisa that are not realistic, but her reactions to things are like uh, how agreed. real people would react. Right. Yes. Conveniently, they tie this in pretty early because they're like the Pakuku people who are these people that have decided screeches they're like descendant of this long lost chief. They have sacred land that's been desecrated by the expansion of the Royal Pacific Hotel, which is the same villain in the storyline with Grandpa Harry. And then Lisa's like, (laughs) Lisa's just like, 
this guy's a dork talking about Screech. <laughs> I love how like mad she gets like anytime anyone's like even halfway decent to Screech. Yeah, right. Like if anyone is ever nice to Screech or says anything positive about Screech, like Lisa flips the fuck Which out. Which is the right side to be on though. <laughs> I know, but it is kind of like crazy, yeah, like really. how obsessed she is with because it. <laughs> if anything, you would think that he's someone that deserves sympathy. <laughs> I mean, there's something wrong here. Or, yeah, then why is she always like with him? They were together at the beach when he first got like abducted for a minute by this tribe. It's always them together at, at various points. And like, yeah, th- I think as the show went on, they toned down like Screech, like pining for Lee. So that was something like very heavy in the early oh, seasons yeah. and then they kind of like backed away from it he a little bit that it just wasn't gonna well happen. it just kind of got repetitive <laughs> i think but they still always ended up mixed up in each other's storylines which always felt everything like everything was zach and kelly and yeah it was just because they never had anything Slater, else for lisa uh, to do jesse yeah <laughs> part of their plan in addition to being the staff for harry is to sabotage the California Association of Principals experience at the Royal Pacific because they're like, well, it just so happens we know the guy in charge of a tour group that we could fill your hotel with, which I guess just happens to be the right number of people to fill it because Brian specifically said it needed to be filled to capacity. Yeah, which so somehow that all equals out, I guess, these principals. It's enough. Yeah. They don't have to go market out to a bunch of people. How, fuck, although- how much of a fucking loser do you have to be to not be able to attract guests at a resort hotel in Hawaii. I feel like even the shittiest ones I know. Well, would have people there. They, he has literally no guests when the kids show up. It, it doesn't make sense to me at all. It, it feels like even if it's a dump, you can charge a lesser rate. It's still Hawaii. You're going to get people. Yeah. it's How much of a loser is Grandpa Harry? <laughs> this he part, certainly doesn't seem to have business acumen, and some of his decisions that happen like towards the end reflect yeah, that as he's well. he's like a total moron. Yeah. I think we can kind of skip through this a little quickly. It's a montage of a bunch of disguises and harebrained schemes. And uh, there's one thing. different things here. There's uh, they, a Wayne's World ripoff that's like particularly embarrassing. When they're doing this, though, it's like that's Zach and uh, Screech, right? And yeah, and okay, so I should say that they show up, and basically, it's a bunch of people like being rude, being terrible waiters, yelling "shark" in the ocean as if. That has anything to do with the hotel. And then uh, high-fiving when it actually gets people out of the water. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like <laughs> yeah. they're arrested for like a false <laughs> yeah. shark reporting. Um, uh, no, but Wayne's World came out in February. The movie. It had been a sketch for a while on SNL. But the movie came out in February of 92. They were probably filming this shortly after that. Yeah. Because it aired at the end of 1992. Pretty shameless Rip off, off yeah. of like, let's have people pretend to be Wayne's World characters, but they're not actually Wayne and Garth. But Zach and Screech were disguised as exterminators or yes. whatever, like spraying for bugs or whatever. And I found myself thinking like, wow, this is so dumb. Like, who would who would put something like this? And then I'm like, oh, wait, you know, one of my favorite directors of all time, David Lynch, <laughs> Blue Velvet, <laughs> when Jeffrey Beaumont goes to, <laughs> yeah. you know, spray her apartment for bugs. Yeah, he seems a little bit more normal, though, yeah, than these two who are, like like I said, ripping off Wayne's world. That's right. So it's a bunch of things that could like never work. They're pretending to be waiters. They're pretending to be maids, all that shit. They would get thrown out of the hotel immediately. Uh, everyone would be alerted to their presence. They don't have like official uniforms. There's no real association with the Royal Pacific Hotel. It would never work. But they piss off like all the principals enough. 
so that they were going to want to leave. And then Zach runs into Andrea when he's still like in this getup. Yeah. And she kind of just rolls with it, I guess. But again, she's an adult. If no. you like, if you were trying to be like a mature, say you're like 18, give, let's give Zach the benefit of the doubt. He's a little old for a guy going into his senior year. He's like 18 yeah. years old. He's got his sights set on a, a woman who's in her 20s. He doesn't know at this point she has a daughter, but whatever. Isn't this like the door slamming shut in your face when she One catches you in the middle of some yeah. kind of bullshit like this? Like, what the fuck? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's always like a moment in your life, and sometimes it's like when you're in middle school or something, when there's things that you did as a kid that you just cannot get caught by a, a girl doing anymore because then you seem like a child. There's certain things you know that I mean? can't be unseen. Yeah. Like if you're trying to be cool at something going on, like when you're first getting into girls and then like all of a sudden she sees that you have like, um, I don't know, like wrestling figures or I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't really think of like an example, but yeah. you're you painting. Can't really think your, of anything specific. You're going trick or treating or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, something. In this moment, he doesn't. Yeah, like I said, he doesn't know that she has a daughter and that she. They needs realize to be you an still adult. believe in Santa Claus. But then he's gonna find out later that her job is like water ski instructor, and then <laughs> the balance of power is gonna shift That's because right. how yeah. could that be your job? <laughs> Andrea's like a terrible mother. It's like you're a water ski. Instructor. It does seem like she's spending a lot of time not taking care of her daughter. Yeah, I, I mean, I know she's got to work, but there's other things. A lot of time spent with Derek. Predictably, the principals all congregate around Belding demanding to leave. Belding yeah. somehow is in charge of this group. I can't remember when this is, but don't they see Belding in the like the lobby of... They're like in the restaurant. Yeah, okay. He's like sitting down, and then the, the gang has all taken off their disguises and yeah. sat with him so that they can like steer the conversation to the hideaway. Because there's one part where he's wearing this ridiculous... Matching? Yeah. Yeah, he wears like it, the matching outfit. I was just like... What is he wearing? A romper? Like yeah, it, just looks- <laughs> it looks like it's all connected. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing like a shirt and shorts that match. Right. <laughs> Belling's got that fucking beach gear on lock. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's away from the wife. He's just enjoying Letting himself. His freak flag fly. Wouldn't you think though? Like I think that's like a group of like fifty principals. I don't know what the delineation is as to like who is a part of the California Association of Principals, but you would think there'd be like a lot more high school principals than fifty in the state of California. That's true. Yes. I would think maybe like five thousand or something. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we find out that Derek, Andrea's boyfriend, is the son of Charles Worthington, who is the owner of the Royal Pacific. So the plot thickens. Yep. The connections are all blending together the gang gets building to switch to the hideaway evidently matching the capacity needed without telling him of course that they are going to be the staff at that hotel brian continuing to drool over kelly when they drive them over there building meets harry for the first time this is like nick cage and john travolta and face off this is just like two powerhouses (laughs) grandpa harry and building face to face that's right even Grandpa Harry getting in on goofing on Belding. Remember that time you were locked in the girls' bathroom? <laughs> this is like a recurring thing on the show for fans of Say by the Bell. I think they know that like they often reference insane things that are never in any episodes where yeah, you're just yeah. like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I love the idea of Belding being locked in the girls' bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I do love Brian, though, just like shamelessly flirting with. Yeah, and everyone's cool with it. Yeah, right. (laughs) He's probably like 10 years older than her, which wouldn't really be a big deal, I guess, if she was like an adult. But (laughs) 
the fact that she's like in high school it's it's kind of troubling them activities belling wants to know well this is kind of like an insane little break off into all these little groups yeah and this also got like kind of another laugh out of me okay so the first is like a boating expedition with zach and screech like taking them out on like the ocean in a boat which i was like whose boat is this where did the boat come from like okay so Things haven't gotten bad enough that we've thought, like, let's sell the boat. Maybe let's, they're renting the boat. Let's liquidate some of our assets, yeah. And then Screech immediately falls into the ocean. And it, I love, like, Zach's reaction, which is just, like, there's a lot of... <laughs> I know people who are listening can't see what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm doing it for Matt's benefit, which yeah. is just, like, one arm raised. This is, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that going on in this movie with Screech. Like, people just reacting to him, like, what? <laughs> Well, I like during this montage, I think it's this one where, like, Slater's taking a group of people, like, fishing or something, <laughs> and he, and he just, just throws, throws a net, net off in the a water. cliff, <laughs> and it lands on Belding, yeah, yeah. who's, like, snorkeling or something. He looks like he's wearing a sweater. He's got so much <laughs> hair on his body. I was like, is he wearing a shirt? And then I realized it was chest hair. I was like, Jesus. Belding. Yeah, really. Kelly and Lisa teach hula dancing to, like, the women in the group. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, like, why they're not up in arms being, like... We're being scammed. Yeah, everyone's just like rolling with these activities. And then Jesse is like trying to cook. And she, I mean, of course, will end sort up of, fucking that up. Yeah. Andrea has to rescue the stranded boating expedition because Screech forgets to check whether or not there's gas. I feel like Zach kind of blaming that on Screech is kind of a wild move. It's like, Zach, you were driving the boat. And why would you ever count on Screech to like get his part of it done yeah whatever job you've given him you know he's not going to complete successfully it is kind of funny to me that they end up stranded out in the ocean and like that fat principal who's like always giving them shit the whole time he's like flipping out and then at one point (laughs) screech just leans over the side of the boat and starts puking (laughs) that actually was pretty funny (laughs) and then zach of course is just like (laughs) one one hand in the air (laughs) like i can't believe it Andrea, of course, is a water ski instructor, so she drives by, she saves them. Zach continues the press. She's still kind of resisting, but then she she ultimately does agree to ha- hang out with him, like go on, I guess, a day date the next day. That's right, yeah. Derek freaks out about it because his dad sees that Andrea is helping, I guess, with Harry. Because their whole thing is, like, we have to drive Harry out of business. He's the last piece of real estate for this seemingly massive property that they want to have i don't know it seems kind of insane i guess like worthington is almost like a donald trump type figure (laughs) i don't know if that's who he's based on or what it's just i don't know i mean he's he's, worthington towers i mean he's barely in the movie but it's just kind of this endless greed (laughs) he is just pure evil jesse burns the ham so there's really nothing to feed to the principal is back at the hideaway but screech's tribe shows up and saves the day with this traditional stew kind of shocking that it takes harry to the end of the movie to offer these dudes to work here well they have to focus on getting out of this jam (laughs) that they're in like things harry is like has his back against the wall right now he's just trying to get through it Apparently, this is a hotel restaurant where you can't order whatever you want from a menu. You, <laughs> yeah. Everyone has to eat the same That's, thing. Yep. And they seem cool with it. They're like, all right, this stew is hey, good. As long as it's good. No explanation as to what the stew is. The next day, Screech, Slater, and Jesse take the principals on a tour of the island with Slater driving the tour bus. Wouldn't, I mean, like, at But a he doesn't point, know anything about Hawaii or well, yeah. where they're going. Which is a problem. But I also just feel like 
at some point, if you're part of this principal group, wouldn't you just be like, okay, enough events. Like, I'm in Hawaii on vacation. I'm just going to go lay out on the uh, beach. Old or people are weird. Yeah, that's true. Events. <laughs> they want itineraries. They yeah. want stuff to do. <laughs> they can't entertain themselves. They're like, I was promised tug of war on the beach, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is also something that happens in the Malibu Sands episodes. Yeah. And I grew up on the East Coast, and but I never saw this happening at a beach. I'd love it's to know. never happened spontaneously yeah, anywhere, and like, yet it's something that happens frequently on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> People are like digging holes so that like- <laughs> Filling them the, with water from yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, it also seems like you'd like tear your ACL like falling into that thing. <laughs> Jesse and Slater are at each other's throats. It seems like they're going to lose the bet. Lisa just shown shopping by herself at one point. I mean, I know the gag here is that she's going to bring home like all those TV dinners, which again, I'd be, if I was like in this principal group, I'm like, we're leaving. <laughs> I'm just going to murder Belding and then leave the island. Really? <laughs> but whatever. Like, I don't know. Or I'd probably be like, oh, TV it's dinner. such a weird move that they show Lisa shopping by herself because even throughout this movie, it's like they couldn't even think of things for her character to do. They're just like, all right, well, you're going to just be by yourself shopping, I guess. Yeah. Zach and Andrea have a picnic, super cringy. Horrible. It's like their first date, but he's trying to like pry about like Derek, and she's kind of like resisting it a little bit. They're hitting it off. It's just kind of cut with Brian and Kelly on a boat. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, it, uh, not only is it like a weird scene, which we're going to get to in a second, because I know what you're thinking, but... <laughs> The audio is clearly dubbed in after the fact because the wind or whatever was too loud. Right, yes. And so the audio sounds really weird for a lot of this. Brian, just a complete lack of a tan. It's like <laughs> he lives in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. more tan than he is. He even makes a comment like, you already have a great tan, he says. <laughs> He's, you know, in a shirtless. He is like some kind of a yacht or something. But clearly they're not really on the ocean, which, you know, big surprise. But the background, if you pay attention is clearly not Hawaii. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that I don't is. Know. I mean, there was different parts of this that kind of just looks like... It looked like Greece or something. Well, I was thinking <laughs> it just background. looked like the Pacific Coast Highway. Like It just looks like they you know, are just off from the Palisades. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It just The background was like very fake looking. And this is where the first turn of the Brian character happens, where he's kind of like preying on Kelly and her seat. naivete. Yeah. And he's like... Don't you think it would maybe be a good idea for Harry to get out from under this and not have to deal with the stress of this anymore? And he's like planting the seed and being like, why don't you talk to him? And maybe he'll, he should sell and all this stuff. And it's, you know, the complete opposite of all of what they're doing. And if I was like friends with Kelly and I went, I was like, all right, I'll go to Hawaii with you on this trip. Then it's like, oh, we're getting roped into working at this hotel, <laughs> which meanwhile, who's working at the hotel right now? No, no one, apparently. Yeah, right. yeah. And then, okay, so we're wasting they this all get vacation days off. working, not paid. And then she pulls this bullshit where she starts going the other way, where she's going to talk to her grandfather about maybe selling and not saving the place. I'd be like, I'm going to strangle you. You're not making it alive off I this island. I home, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you dragged me out here. Then talked me into doing this, and now you're like going the opposite direction. We're not even going to save the hotel. Stupid idiot. But there is a part of me that's like, how far is Brian willing to take this? I mean, she is in high school. <laughs> well, no one seems to have a problem I with know. it. I guess the normal like statutory rape laws don't apply in Hawaii. <laughs> like yeah, anything could... <laughs> goes. <laughs> okay, so while Brian and Kelly are out on a boat, 
they kiss and you are just like I, man she is like a stupid bitch like what the <laughs> fuck like she can't a six-year-old watching this would know that would this know guy, uh, would, they're like oh well clearly he's not a good guy we've just figured that out now i mean she's impressionable you see the big yacht you see the six-pack of abs you're like <laughs> so, yeah okay the convertible yeah. seems like he had like a ferrari or something i mean this guy's living a life she's just falling prey to it back to zach and andrea he calls her the most amazing girl i've ever known it yeah, seems know, like they've like... only talked to each other a total of like 16 minutes <laughs> the... since he's been in hawaii <laughs> at some point she says something like you always know the right thing to say like... oh the dialogue is insane <laughs> these are like two people that don't know each other at all it's almost like they've never talked to people before they don't know how people are supposed to interact when you almost get it from him Ever since things went off the rails with Kelly, he's just, like, delusional. Like He's a rudderless ship floating out in the sea. Exactly, like, you know, <laughs> hormones and stuff. But Andrea has, like, a daughter. He doesn't know about a, that yet. I know, but he's, like, an, no, I'm saying from, oh, her, from perspective, her perspective. She's, like, an established adult trying to make it in this world. She understands, <laughs> Is she? Like, the she's a reality. water ski instructor. <laughs> well, she's got a kid she's got to support, and she's, like. Well, her whole plan is to make, I'm going to marry Derek. Yeah. And he's rich, so that's it. And I, yeah, and yet she's going to let like this high schooler with from California with well, nothing clearly to offer she like, distract make great from decisions. that plan. Yeah. And she'll tell us later that's she true, made yeah. a bad decision in high school. <laughs> I love whenever like shows like this that are so like chaste and asexual, the most people ever do is kiss. Like sex is not even mentioned on, on a show like Say by that's the Bell. That's true. And then all of a sudden like a baby is in the mix. And they're like, I made a bad mistake. <laughs> but it's like, I, I, I do wonder if that's how it's just like all okay that like this takes place in a universe where sex doesn't exist. Like babies can be born still. <laughs> yeah, but they don't why, come from sex. They come from bad mistakes. <laughs> and that's why like statutory rape and stuff like doesn't matter because it's just like, well, it's just kissing. <laughs> statutory kissing. Yeah. You never really get the idea that like Brian is fucking Kelly, although I don't. But like, if, that's if what this I'm was saying. happening in reality, what would he be doing? Well, that's then? what I'm saying. How I mean, he's kissing her. Like, how far is he willing <laughs> he to let her go? He takes her on a roller coaster and <laughs> wild horses starts playing. <laughs> okay, so Zach attempts to kiss Andrea. She shuts it down, and she says, "I love being with you, but it's a bad idea." She says, "I love being with you, but it's a bad idea." What do you mean? Our first picnic They've been in together the woods. for like five minutes. Yeah. They haven't been together anywhere i remember when he tries to kiss her he is like not well positioned for this at all he has to i know he does like crawl like so far across oh yeah that is like brutal (laughs) because he has to like do the whole shift like over towards (laughs) her and she's already like shuffles his roided out body like across the blanket (laughs) and then she's like all right you want to know what the deal is? Walk me back to my hotel. And then they just get up and leave all the picnic, picnic stuff in the woods. They're just like, fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? The world is our trash. Jesse gets the tour group lost with an attempted shortcut. And then Slater gets the van stuck in a pothole, which we don't actually really see how this all plays out when they eventually have to like push it out of the pothole. Yeah, but. all the principals have to get out and push them. <laughs> this is like, this is what their vacations turned into. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jesse and Slater are just screaming at each other <laughs> imagine like if you're building like you kind of like are used to it i guess like you know these people but like these pr- other principals who have no idea what's going on these two because are I think building kept it hidden that he knows the right. staff yes. like he as far as the other principals are concerned this is just the regular staff of the hideaway so then they get stuck in a pothole then they're getting out and they all have to push and then like these two teenagers are screaming at each other like you fucking bitch <laughs> this is your fault 
and everyone's like, is this going to turn violent really? or what? And then Screech is there for some reason, just filming everything. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even think we yeah. mentioned that like Screech's whole bit in this movie is walking around with a camera. Yeah. Because that does kind of come up later. Things take a real turn here in this movie that I think like as a kid watching Say by the Bell, as I kind of alluded to, because there's never any sex mentioned in anything, this is a real unexpected move here for this movie where Zach is going to walk Andrea back to where she says her hotel, but it's like, does she live at the hotel? I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I guess she can't afford anything. A, a She's a water yeah. ski instructor. And <laughs> we meet gets to live there. Andrea's daughter, Jennifer, and I was teasing Matt before we started recording. The little girl here, the actress that plays Jennifer, is like older than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt was like pretty young when this debuted in 1992. Yeah. Although I was thinking that she looked older than four. I, I guess she. I guess she must have been like because this was like ninety two, so she must have been like five. But I was even thinking like, God, Andrea looks like she's got like an eight year old kid. Yeah, <laughs> Andrea was like fourteen when she. <laughs> I love how we laugh at that. Like that would be funny. <laughs> Zach takes a long pause, but then he just rolls with it in yeah. a way that's like very shocking. Now, love conquers all. We should point out this is insane. This is an insane thing to do. And if you were the mother of a young child, you would not never We've been in a on million one years picnic date in the woods. Introduce your child to this teenager that you hung out with one time that you know is never gonna go anywhere. Someone you also caught state. dressed up as a you don't even know what. <laughs> yeah. You saw him dressed as like fucking Garth from Wayne's World and now you're like, Hey, I'm gonna introduce my daughter. <laughs> She's like immediately calling him dad. <laughs> She's like, Daddy <laughs> Oh god, it's yeah. fucking dark. Andrea tells the story. She's like, When I was in high school, me and my boyfriend made a big mistake and he's like out of my life. Zach's like, now. What's that? Because like none of these kids know you know what that means. They only do anal sex at Bayside. <laughs> There's no children involved ever. Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of fucked up, but it, it actually, it ages pretty well when you think about it from the perspective of Andrea being with Derek for financial security and the disparity between the rich people and the poor people in this country and kind of how she's this single mother with limited options. Apparently, she can't get any job except to be a water ski instructor, which it's like, what do you make, like $18 a week? I, I can't even imagine. Like, You can't – that isn't even like a minimum wage That does wage not seem like job. you could live a sustainable life off that income. So she's like, I've really hooked my wagon on the, this rich guy who's going to inherit his father's wealth. I mean, he is literally the dopiest person in the world, but... Yeah, Derek is just an absurd character. He's, like, dumber character. than Screech. <laughs> and he's, he's got that, like... Uh, Everything he does, I just, like, put He's like Christopher up. Walken's son in Batman Returns, where he's oh, just yeah. like, Daddy! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, literally that kind of character where he's just, like, so stupid. Yes. <laughs> I think it's an interesting decision that they decide to finish off the big Brian reveal now by doing a scene with Derek and Derek's father, Mr. Worthington, and then the camera kind of panning to who they're talking to. And it turns out to be Brian. Do you think it would have worked better if they wouldn't have done the full reveal until Lisa overhears him later? Or do you think this is fine to just give the reveal to the audience early? I have to say, I didn't react that harshly to it. <laughs> because you figured it out when he was on the boat, yeah, yeah. like any normal person, except for Kelly, who's an idiot. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like maybe I like the dramatic turn a little bit more if it waits till the Lisa reveal. Gives yeah, us a I just feel like this scene's kind of yeah. unnecessary. Like, we kind of already get it. Right. But maybe, you know, if you want to have, if like... If, like, the audience doesn't need it. If we get it through Lisa's perspective, we're like, okay... Yeah, you could have done this show, scene without it. showing who they're talking to and then yeah. make kids feel smart if they figure it out, which, you know, they probably would. There was, like, a bunch of writers on set, like, pitching different things to Barnhart. And he was no, like, they, they're like, what's the fastest we can get through this? You know, because they probably, like, tricked NBC into paying them to go out to Hawaii for, like, a certain amount of time. And they're like, well, if we hurry up and film this in two days, we'll have plenty of time in Hawaii. Yeah. A lot of the, like, events are based on the things that, like, the staff did. <laughs> yeah, Dummy Kelly just falling into this thing with Brian. You know, she's going to start working over her grandfather a little bit pitching the idea to him he's like i have to think about it slater jesse and belding show up covered in mud they had to push them out they do the gag here where like lisa you were supposed to cook dinner and she's like i bought these tv dinners no payoff to this because it fasts forward like basically 24 hours yeah, to right. the next night when they're doing the luau because they've talked about this luau belding has to keep the, the principles calm yeah. like just stay till the luau this is gonna be great the movie's choppiness here is just really weird. And it's like, I know this is a terrible show. It's always terribly written. They don't give a shit about the audience at all. But I feel like the script had to have had more here. And they were like, well, we need this to be like 90 minutes. So this has to be cut out. Because it's such a weird jump to oh, yeah. be like, Lisa's like, like here's like these TV dinners. Let's jump 24 hours They must to the have luau. had something written in where there was going to be like another way that they needed to figure out food. And then they were just like, well, we already did something like that. So, but then why leave in the. I don't know. So we get to this luau, and of course, Screech and his tribe, the Bakuku, can't find the pig. And Lisa's just like, you idiot. Yeah. Or no, Zach. Somebody's just like, you idiot. I do love when they're just like super mean to Screech. No, it does seem like over the top. By this point, you're like, how much money are these fucking kids spending on like costumes and like things for. Well, yeah, that's they brought that over right from the show where there's yeah. no logic to like their ability to just have costumes, have everything they like, need at all times. Whatever money like Harry is saving by not paying a staff, he's like giving them money to go pay for this luau and shit. Yeah, well, maybe like Zach brought like his dad's Amex or that's something. <laughs> well, we know Lisa's rich, and I mean, but I think that's why she's always going yeah, off shopping by herself. Do you think she would herself. like no, donate to yeah. this cause? She probably like spits on Harry. And no, like, she's you, like you pours. I bought myself eighteen new outfits and like got everyone else TV dinners. <laughs> While Screech and the Pakuku are searching for the pig, the gang directs the attention of the principals to this stage show that they've somehow had time to come up with, where the kids are like kind of contributing by like playing drums, and the girls are like dancing in their the like, hulu yeah. tops or whatever the bikini tops and then grandpa's on the ukulele i don't know if these are supposed to be like fellow members of screech's tribe or what but there's like people doing like fire dance stuff and it's like who are these people how did this get so organized and choreographed i don't know when did they have time for this but andrea and jennifer are in attendance yep so she's like really getting jennifer's hopes up that she's gonna have a new dad <laughs> this is just shit that know, like you don't even need to be a parent to understand like at a certain uh, point this is inappropriate worst, yeah it's just like why would you do this brian just staring at kelly backstage at this event of all people slater trying to be real with zach 
being like, oh, dude, I love what this. the fuck's going on? Yeah, man. and he's like, and Zach is just like, you know how much I loved Kelly. Oh, yeah. I love her more than that. Remember how much I cared about Kelly? I love Andrea even more than that. Slater should have just, just punched him in I the do, face. And I do think, I do actually feel like Slater's reactions are actually pretty good. Yeah, he's just like, like dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, most of the time on this show, the way that these characters like react to each other don't make any sense. <laughs> but in this moment, Slater is being the voice of reason. Like, Zach, what the fuck is wrong with you? You live in California. You're in high school. You think having a kid is cool? <laughs> it's yeah. not. Like, You're going to be a dad now? Yeah. Zach? And Zach is basically like, yes, I'm going to drop out of high school, move to Hawaii, and be a father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what how, what we're going to do to make money. I don't know if we can get this water ski thing <laughs> off the ground. Meanwhile, she's like doing that for the Royal Pacific Hotel. Really? So she would actually well, lose her Oxford. job, yes. basically, and then be at like square zero. Like, I guess he thinks like A Harry might help out somehow. I don't know. <laughs> but Slater's trying to be real. He's not having it. A big portion of the entertainment of this luau is high school girls in bikinis for principals. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. It is. Screech, they eventually find the pig, so the luau is saved. Harry is getting nostalgic. He's talking to Kelly about old times. He's almost like Sam the Lion here from oh, fucking Last right. Picture Show. Yeah. It's just like old times, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, I don't want to sell. This is what I love. This is, reminds me of all the great times. And Kelly, who doesn't understand that she's been tricked, is just like, oh, well, yeah, that's cool. I get it. You know, she's not, like, actually invested in him selling. She just thought, like, maybe yeah. this was a, the right thing to do. I do just – it just goes back to a hotel resort property in Hawaii. I just feel like even if the business is failing, if you're selling this property, you're getting a pretty good payday here. Yeah. The luau wraps up. Andrea completely like, under Zach's spell – Jennifer, I mean, they don't ever treat it like it's sad or, or weird or dark or anything, but like Jennifer now is really into Zach as like a you know, a big brother or a father figure or something, wanting to be carried, wanting to play with him and all this stuff. It's just like this he's gonna idea. be gone from your life yeah. forever and never think of you again. <laughs> Brian's still fooling Kelly and he's kinda just like, Okay and <laughs> he's like Hey, I'm going to get in my car and start it up. It's like a brand yeah. new Ferrari convertible. It takes a minute to warm up, though. You should leave. Right. And Kelly's Which, just like, okay. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to finger bang me in this well, that was Ferrari? The, yeah. And this was another part because as Lindsay and I were watching this together, I, I did just keep thinking to myself and like commenting out loud, like, I just don't get. I mean, she's in high school. This dude is a lawyer, he knows there's consequences. I'm like, how far is he willing to take this? I mean, I'm thinking there aren't consequences because nobody cares. Yeah, well, somebody would have to press charges. It's not like and uh, so it just manifests. As I'm like saying all these things, Lindsay's like, "It's a," and then like this just like shows like the difference between like where our minds are at. I'm like, a federal crime, and she says a TV show. Like I'm like reacting like everything is real. I don't know if it's a federal crime, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 government's getting involved. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe it's not. I thought that the... Uh, un, well, What's the age of consent in Hawaii? It might be, like, 16 or 17. Okay. You, it's always surprising. Like, some states That's it's true. not 18. It is by state. So maybe it's Plus, okay. they didn't have sex, so he didn't really commit a crime. Maybe I was overreacting. This whole thing could check out. <laughs> I don't know if it could check out, but unless they, like, have a scene that it's implied that they have sex, it's like, well, 
it's not really like anything would happen. Either way, I was really reacting. And her grandfather, like, who is like her parental figure in Hawaii, he's all for it. He's like pushing it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but like either way, I didn't feel like I was reacting for nothing in this scene because like he does he doesn't make a move here. No, he's, he's like go like, away. Get out of here. I, need, <laughs> I can't even wait to pull out of here to make this call to Worthington to be like. <laughs> things aren't going as planned and lisa overhears brian talking to worthington and so now it's weird because lisa doesn't say anything right away so it's kind of clear that she didn't fully understand the conversation because she doesn't bring it up until later when it's found out that there's this missing loan extension paper thing i mean a lot of these details get so dumb you're like who cares this movie is for 10 year olds i don't know why they even (laughs) have to like go into this much detail But basically, because of them filling the capacity for the two weeks, Harry is able to pay over $20,000 to get his mortgage up to date, only to discover from the bank that he owes another fifty k for a loan that he had taken out to stay in business. Yeah, Harry believes there was a loan extension filed, and that's what Brian is telling him, and he, Brian is selling it in the moment right there. For some reason, Kelly is present during this. Yeah, all of a sudden she's, like, hanging with, like, the executives being, like, part of, like, major decisions. It's really fucked up to be, like, I'm going to expose my granddaughter to my failure as a businessman, and she needs to really be heavily involved in all of this. Harry would just be like, guys, just enjoy the two weeks. Like, hang out at the beach. Actually, he's like, you know what, guys? Go throw a net in the ocean and catch some fish. He's like, I have to tell you something. I invited you here hoping you would help me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. Worthington shows up like a vulture right at that moment. And basically, because of this screw-up with the loan extension thing that they don't have the paperwork for, Harry has to sell to Worthington for you know less than the value, I guess, just to be able to get out of it. And that's going to be it for the hideaway. Yep, they got him finally. And then, <laughs> much like Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea, like Harry steals like a security guard's gun and <laughs> shoots himself <laughs> right in front of Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He just, like, commits suicide right in front of Kelly, and the trip is over, (laughs) and they have to (laughs) fucking fly back to Los Angeles with Harry's corpse so that he can be buried. (laughs) Wow. Dark turn for primetime TV. Yeah, it gets really dark. (laughs) Kelly never recovers. (laughs) Kelly gets addicted to pills and becomes, like, a prostitute. That's right, yeah. The next thing that jumped out to me was, like, everyone's sitting around, like, kind of the aftermath of this event, and... It's just like, man, it's over. It's fucking over. And, you know, everyone's kind of involved except for Brian. And, like, Andrea's even there. And I noticed, like, Andrea, like, kind of being involved now with these conversations. So not only is Kelly, the granddaughter, involved and her friends that she brought under the guise of going on vacation, but now Andrea's pulled into this. Yes. And I just love, like, the dead-eyed delivery of some of these lines where, you can tell they just are getting through these scenes. Like, Andrea's just saying things with no expression. Even, like, Zach, who usually is trying to sell some of this stuff, is it's, like, so half-hearted of just, like, I have a plan. You know, like... I know. It's just so dead. At these table reads, like, they were, like, stopping and being, like... Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of explain a little bit what's happened, and Lisa then is, like, well, does that have something to do with his loan extension? And she's, like... I overheard Brian on the phone and she reveals, you know, whatever she overheard. And Kelly is such an idiot. And it's so humiliating. It's actually a humiliation, unlike most things they would do on Stay by the Bell. It's just when you think about it, Kelly is so dumb because even her grandfather is like, hey, when you were telling me that maybe I should sell, was that your idea or Brian's? And Kelly is just like hiding Done. her face. In her hands. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh my God, Kelly, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> 
Although it, if I was Kelly, I, I would just be like, you know what, Grandpa? Fuck you. Like You were pushing me off on this 30-year-old yeah. man. I'm a that, teenager. And it's just like, you know what? You know if like you sold this resort, you could probably move back to the Palisades with us and maybe our family wouldn't be so poor anymore. And I wouldn't... <laughs> I you hear my dad lost his job. Yeah, I wouldn't have to like work. At the I almost max couldn't go to, to prom. Like, go, yeah, to go to prom. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've been living like a king down here in Hawaii. Right. It all comes crashing down on Kelly, and she's like, "I'll kill him." And Zach's like, "If you do, I'll kill you." <laughs> Out of nowhere, the joke is like he's already putting together this plan, but like it's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. She's like, "I'll kill him." Well, you know he's been thinking about it. If you do, I'll kill you. Then convenient screech revelation right at that moment about the pakuku land and then lisa's like about to kill him and then zach's like hold on he's giving me an idea and it's like here we go baby zach's got a plan vintage say by the bell that's right we're in it belding's gonna be a part of it belding's in on it none of this makes any sense it's completely this insane is just like you can make up a solution yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. The There's no logic. Whatever you want. They have an office that looks like a professor's office. They have a disguise to put on Belding because I guess maybe they thought Brian would rec- recognize him from the Luau. I don't know. He looks like he's got like an Einstein wig on. He's pretending to be like this crazy professor. He presents this land deed by saying like King Kamehameha decreed this land to be the Pakuku. They can't build on it. Even though, like, Harry already has a hotel on it, which they don't really address. I mean, I felt like there needed to be a line Nothing. saying, like, just the people are cool with this hotel. plowing through at this point because every detail from here on out is just, like, it's more and more ridiculous to get us to our final yeah. conclusion the, here. The, it's so stupid. Lisa calls Brian pretending to be, like, a secretary or something and sets up this meeting with Brian and Worthington, which doesn't make any sense because... Brian takes the deed from the professor, right. which if it was real, they would never let him Wouldn't take it. Wouldn't this be protected or something? Or like you have to make a copy? That should be your first clue that it's not real, Brian, that the fact that they let you take it. Yeah. Well, I have a couple thoughts about that. But then Brian. the call by Lisa here doesn't make any sense. No, I know. He would be going to Worthington anyway. Why does he have to why does she have to set up a fake meeting? Because wouldn't that just throw everything off? It would Brian also shows up. call into question maybe his current property. Yeah, Brian shows up and he's like Hey, you called me about a meeting, and Worthington's like, "No, I didn't." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like things start to feel weird. Yeah, yeah. Like why do that? He's gonna take the deed to him anyway. So then Kelly kisses Brian, and her reaction, like after he like drives away, where she's like, "Blah blah," <laughs> that's like so funny because it's like. Because you remember that the show is, like, for children, yeah, so they yeah. have to, like, beat you over the head with this stuff. Like, she can't even be cool and subtle for, like, two seconds. Right, yeah. Oh, it's so horrible now to it's... kiss this guy she was making out with constantly, <laughs> yeah. like, ten minutes ago. Then, <sighs> like, running out of steam with this. This movie's so <laughs> it's stupid. So hard. There's so you many details. Though, yeah. Screech and Slater are then... Pre- <laughs> I can't even. This is so stupid. We're back to the costumes. They suddenly are just an electric company. They show up in Worthington's office. They get him to leave saying that they have to fix an electrical problem. Meanwhile, they're just setting up a camera. You're an electrician? Plus, the idea is that they're using Screech's video camera that he's been carrying the whole time. It's a fucking without someone hitting a a record button. Plus, it's huge. Where are they hiding it? (laughs) Plus, whenever the gang is, like, watching this, because they're able to somehow live feed it to a TV in another room in the hotel. Yeah. 
it's perfectly mic'd. Everything you can hear everything, and it's the. the I love the guys are doing are just, it like right for the camera. <laughs> it's a hidden camera. <laughs> it's yeah, they're like mugging for it. They're like, here's this thing that we're gonna burn. <laughs> like holding it up to the camera. So the gang watches as Worthington, Derek, and Brian burn the land deed together, and Andrea says, "I can't believe I dated that sleazeball." And Kelly says, "Hey, I envy you. I dated Brian." Did she date Brian? It's like you've known this guy for like a couple of days and you made out with him. Well, I don't know. High school, that's dating. Andrea was like, fuck you, Kelly. I had to fucking suck Derek's dick for months. Yeah, really. You you showed up and hung out on a boat for 15 minutes. The longest two-week vacation in recorded history continues because we're already at a groundbreaking ceremony for the Royal Pacific as they are now about to... Yeah, they really turn uh, around take a over lot of the these hideaway. Legal agreements pretty quickly. Yeah, this <laughs> would be like, something that would be like months, if not I years, the, in the yeah, making. Yeah, I'm signing the land over to you or whatever, or I'm s- signing the contract to sell, and then like the next day. <laughs> well, it does seem like purely ceremonial. It's not like there's actually well, like construction crews yeah. there, but still, yeah. Right. right before things are about to happen, with like the press gathered and everything, they're like, "Hey, Brian, check out this video," and they show him the video of them burning the deed. And it blows everything up for Worthington because they basically have proof that he burned this land deed with an illegal video. Well, this is, by the way. Okay, so real quick on Brian here. (laughs) He is a lawyer, right? Right. So this sent me down this path of just, I I don't know. I'm thinking Brian is not a lawyer. I'm thinking (laughs) like. He's just a guy. Oh, I was thinking he's like a con man or something. This may be like I can make more sense of that. If he's a lawyer, he's not stopping and saying. You kids are fucked. This is never going to hold well, up. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's what I said when I was like, the only logic that matters is the logic that the characters tell us. You can't, because yeah. this is for kids who don't understand anything. And when you try to like view this show under the lens of like, know. knowing about anything, you're like, yeah, this would never hold up because they illegally taped them. There's no proof that this was, this landed was real, which is kind of a genius move, though, when you're like, well, maybe if this video could count, because to have them burn it, because Zach's like, well, there's no way to prove that it wasn't real, and you burned it on video. <laughs> so you obviously thought it might be real. Yeah, that is kind of like a genius thing. Unfortunately, the video would not really be admissible, probably, and yeah. there's just no way that any of this would play out. And, he, you know, Harry already sold over the land, and you would assume Royal Pacific that has so much money at their disposal that they could outlast this tribe and Harry in court forever if they had to. It just... But in the idea where like the characters of this show create the rules of the universe then yeah we've we've got them on tape doing this so it works good enough so he presents it to worthington worthington's only choice is to sell back the land to harry they have a celebration the pakuku are going to now work for harry so they're no longer going to drive cabs but they're going to be harry's new staff and then they're like but i felt like we should bring in someone else to be manager and he's yeah. like, Andrea, that's going to be you. And <laughs> Your I'm gonna, background in water ski instruction. I'm going to pay you believe. five times your salary from the Royal Pacific, which is insane. A guy who hasn't even gotten back on his feet yet. And we're going to basically pay for you to go to night classes, and we're going to give you plenty of time for Jennifer. So they just throw all of this shit at her. Unlimited vacation time. Yeah, it's just like, what? what? And what did she do to deserve this? 
I mean, it's a couple. There's a lot of issues with it, right? Yeah, she seems like a nice enough gal, but she was barely involved. She was just some I know. chick that Zach wanted to put his dick in. Right, like, and now they're that's like, her qualification. You know, they're like throwing the world at her to get her to come take this job. I well, mean, don't she, you think that like in canon, in Say by the Bell canon, like Harry ends up da- marrying her? Probably. And he's like Jennifer's new dad. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's probably where this is heading. But it's like again, it just shows this shows you how Harry got in this position in the first place. Yeah, like he he's just, just running not good with money. Business into the ground. If you have a resort property in Hawaii, I feel like you're in a good position to make money, not fucking fuck everything up like he has. And then you realize, oh, he's for no reason going to pay a water ski instructor five times the salary of any other manager <laughs> and like give her unlimited time off and encourage her to like not focus on the business and take night classes. Yeah, I mean, when would she actually be working? That's kind of unclear. But it works out for Andrea. Zach says to Andrea, I love you and I love Jennifer. Yikes. And then he says, I know you love me, Andrea. And she says, I do love you, Zach. (laughs) And then they talk about how they love each other for like five minutes. Yeah. And you're like, so much love talk for people that barely know each other. Really? That one picnic in the woods was magical. (laughs) You know why I love you, Andrea? Because we left our picnic in the woods (laughs) for nature to deal with. Yeah. You didn't hold me to littering, and that was great. It's fucking wild. I get that this is like a very breezy show, and they don't want to like get too deep into things, and it's it's really just for kids, and and the plots of these things don't matter, and the reality of these things certainly don't matter. But they usually don't delve into stuff like this in the regular episodes. But having a character have a daughter who's like very young and impressionable. And just acting like it's no big deal to like have Zach get into her life only to be gone immediately and just how fucking weird that is and inappropriate. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's kind of a wild swing for them to say, put in this. I would say. Because yeah. even in like the wedding in Las Vegas episode, which comes after this and it comes when they're all at, way out of high school at that point and it's after the college years have already been canceled and everything. They still don't really ever deal with, like, adult shit in that movie either. That's true, yeah. They do kind of, like, try to increase stakes. So, like, it's like they might get killed or beat up by, like, those gangsters or whoever those people are. But you know what I mean. It's not even like they're like, so, Zach, are you looking forward to banging Kelly on your wedding night? It's like they don't even have jokes about sex or anything. There's no sex or, like, you know, anything real in that. But then randomly in this Hawaiian style thing, when they're still in high school, they're like, well, let's have this character have a daughter and then Zach get like mixed up in their lives for like a while. <laughs> yeah. And so and her- how quick when they're like back at Bayside, does Zach like never bring up Andrea again? <laughs> oh, she- well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. A lot of big plans of him coming back to Hawaii, even though in the show she's never mentioned again. <laughs> There's never a mention of any of this ever again. Yeah, you get it, though. And then he ends up marrying Kelly, which, of course, makes sense. But, okay, so when the hideaway actually closes in three months, because Grandpa Harry can't keep it together, she's just going to end up back with Derek, right? I mean, she has to. I would say, yeah. Zach shows up this and was just like a little, everything for yeah, her. For her, this was just a little vacation away from Derek. Yeah, Hurricane Zach showed up and just tore her life to pieces. Like, yeah. all of her big plans for the future just ruined <laughs> Jennifer, one day when she this put, job. puts all the pieces together, it realizes what happens. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like Kill Bill. This, She's like gonna track Zach down right. and kill him <laughs> because he fucked up her future. I mean, this job <laughs> that's like on the table right now, we know it's not gonna like come to fruition. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Back, right? Like the hotel is gonna close. Yeah, 
she'll be teaching water skiing again and yeah back with Derek. <laughs> a lot of drug use right going on there's an awesome little r&b fade out song <laughs> where again the lyrics are like very on the nose we'll it's like time to say goodbye to hawaii <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a little bit of voiceover from screech almost like a la breakfast club where he's just like we'll never forget this summer or something and they're like freeze frame of them like waving out the window dun, as they're like dun, driving dun, back dun, to the dun, airport <laughs> dun, 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 dun. for people who are maybe new to the podcast or, or haven't picked up on it picked uh, up on it you know matt and i are both like fans of the show say by the bell and even though we goof it doesn't on it, sound like it at times but well that's pretty much every episode we do <laughs> but like yeah i mean we both watched this a lot as kids you know i was definitely in that tbs four times a day mode for like a oh, while yeah. in like, the 90s when it was running like before i'd go to school yeah well that i think that came like later for me but like yeah it used to be on in the afternoons in like the mid 90s yeah it was just something we watched like every day, like me and my sisters, and of course watched all of the regular apps, the Good Morning Miss Bliss apps, the college years, and both of the movies and everything. And so when they announced that they're doing a reboot for this new NBC yeah. streaming service, like Peacock or whatever, whatever it's called, you know, and they're bringing back Mario Lopez, Elizabeth Berkley, and Mark Paul Gosler and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I think are are kind of like lesser parts of it mostly because mark paul gosler actually acts in other things he and does it seems like career. he has other stuff yeah. going on and tiffany amber Thiessen, she you know she's married and has like a, a fair amount of kids i think she's kind of like fading out of acting yeah, and yeah. probably didn't really want to do too much but whatever i mean it's kind of exciting that it's coming back uh they had a first trailer for it although i'm thinking that it's going to be delayed because from what i heard Mark Paul Gosler and Tiffany Amber Thiessen hadn't even really filmed their parts yet before everything shut down because of coronavirus. So I don't really know when this is supposed to debut or, or what, but I think it would be interesting if they made the show smarter and funnier than you expected, but like yeah. also had references to things like Andrea, you know what I mean? Like stuff that they would never do on the original right, right. show, which is like they call back to things or something and then like make a joke out of it. Like, Hey, remember when you were going to, fucking marry that girl in hawaii or something <laughs> and then like they have a character play jennifer that shows up like looking for zach or something that would be really fucking wild if yeah, they that took that if i was like pitching stuff for this show i'd be like we can have all these new characters because it looks like zach and kelly have kids i don't know if they're supposed to still be married or what but their kids are characters and i think slater's kid i don't know if he had kids with jesse or what but mm. the kids of these characters are supposed to be some of the new characters and it you know, I think like Screech or not Screech, sorry, Screech is not involved. Slater is a <laughs> yeah. gym teacher at Bayside or something, and I don't know what. And Elizabeth Lisa Berkley is in it too. No, okay, I, don't I was think gonna so. say I didn't think she was. I get that they want to skew younger, and they're gonna try to introduce like a new generation of people to be involved. But I think it would be cool yeah. to, if you're gonna involve original people, do stuff that the original show didn't do which was act like things that happened had consequences and like bring up stuff that they never brought up again after it happened in the original show. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that kind of stuff would really keep the original fans interested because like if you and the I original fans, well, I'm saying like yeah. people who are excited that there's a reboot and yeah. what ends up happening is, is that inclusive of you and I. Yeah. Okay. When there's like, a, well, aren't you going to check it out? Yeah. Like if excited that's what I mean, be, yeah. like, okay. 
people who watch the original show who check this out are probably going to tune out pretty quick. Yep. I think because it's it's going to be stupid probably, and who cares? And most reboots are like that. It's like you kind of lose the point of it or the or whatever, and it's it's not what you want. Yeah. And so you're then only counting on trying to get new fans, and you know new fans are not going to be into this. It's Say by the Bell is too stupid to be able to redo it. It's just, but if you shocked like the the original fans and you started referencing all kinds of crazy shit and like you know what i mean like yeah. it, it was so different from what people were expecting and it caught everyone off guard all right well here's hoping i mean i don't think it'll be like that yeah. at all <laughs> i'm like yeah. jennifer will be a character <laughs> and show up looking for Zach, who i think is playing um, like the governor yeah. of california in this i think it'll be like similar to how i felt about like Twin Peaks fuller the return. Ha- uh, no, that <laughs> yeah, that, Fuller House, yeah. Fuller House or you know even like Boy Meets World or, or Girl Meets World. Yeah, I, I do think those are probably good comparisons where they're the focus of like Fuller House. Well, I guess like the kids, like yeah. Stephanie and DJ are, are like main characters and stuff. But like yeah, they they are trying to introduce like new people and like some of the adults from the original Full House only come in and out briefly at various times, you know. And the same thing like Obviously, Topanga and Corey were in Girl Meets World, but they it was also, like, their daughter and her friend were, like, yep. the main characters instead. And, like, yeah, I, I do think it'll be even less, at least as far as, like, Zach and Kelly. Because if they hadn't even filmed their scenes yet, I have to imagine it can't there be aren't going to be that many. Because yeah. it looked like there's a lot of shit with, like, the new people and then, like, Slater and Jesse and stuff. And, of course, I don't know. the B-Squad. Yeah, it's weird because... I think not even that long ago, some of the people were like, basically like, I have no interest in doing it. And then more time goes by and then it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, the idea gets thrown out there. It's sad because when they did the reunion for like People Magazine or whatever, the cover shoot and well, they the did interview. they the Jimmy Fallon thing. Well, ago. yeah, but I was going to say, but Lisa wasn't on that. Oh, yeah, I was going right. to say for the People Magazine thing, which was now at this point was like over 10 years ago. I think that was like 2009 or something. It was a while ago, but like Lisa was involved with that and she yeah. still seemed like kind of with it. I don't know. I don't even like to talk about it. Yeah. Well, you know, it seems like there was like some mental illness yeah, yeah. or something there. I, I'm not really sure what, what all the deal is with that. What are you doing? What? <clears throat> Vincent stopped making picks. Well, how am I going to know what movies to see? We have a wide variety of Gene picks. Gene's trash. I'm Gene. Folks, let's jump into recommendations real say, quick. Are we wrapping or are we doing... I'll do mine real yeah. fast. The Abyss, James Cameron, 1989, I believe is when it came out. It's a long ocean movie starring okay. Ed Harris. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. It's reminiscent of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yeah. maybe. Stuff like that. I, I still need to see it. I, I, I've, I've put it on before. I, I feel like I remember the effects not being that great. but Yeah, some of the effects are kind of not great. I think James Cameron kind of ran out of money and went over budget with it. And this was at a time where he didn't have the ability to just keep going like with Titanic, right. which would be like a decade later almost. This was pre-Terminator 2 and pre-True Lies. Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty good. There's some great parts in it. It's kind of 
a little too long and there's tons of parts and it, it tries to do a lot which sometimes can be a negative for some people because it doesn't focus on one element of it because there's like the whole like nuclear weapon thing and then there's like the whole under the sea beings that are like aliens or yeah, something yeah. so there's like a lot going on in it but the scene with the the reviving like the revival of some you know someone who like has drowned or whatever and like they're reviving them i mean there's not going to be like a dry eye in the house during that it's such a great scene it's one of the best like let's bring this person back to life oh wow okay it's so good and there's like great parts in it that's the thing and it's like better than like squints and wendy peppercorn (laughs) no that's that's the high level mark (laughs) the the sexual assault of wendy peppercorn but anyway, yeah, I'm going to recommend The Abyss, which is currently on HBO, if you have HBO Now or HBO Max or anything. I think it's leaving soon, though. It might okay. even be gone by the time oh, no. we post this. I don't know how much longer it's going to be on there. Okay. Well, I guess appropriate to 90s nostalgia, uh, probably my favorite viewing over COVID, and I know a lot of people tuned in for this, but The Last Dance, the story of the 98 Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan overall. So, I mean, there was a lot to get into for it and some pretty good storylines to follow throughout. But overall, like, even just, like, the ideas of Michael Jordan becoming the star, the idea of, like, I don't know, the the star athlete, and then what we would kind of, like, use that for. Like, the fact that we would have athletes be, like, the poster people for, like, McDonald's <laughs> and stuff, yeah, like, like, in the 90s. Michael like, Jordan eating a yeah. ton of McDonald's. <laughs> like, there was a lot of stuff in that that just had, like, yeah. just, like, the consumerism and materialism of the 90s, which I was, like, kind of loving and hating, like, simultaneously. What did that air on? That was, like, a lot on it, ESPN. It was on right? ESPN. I, think I, it's, it's, I really didn't wasn't able to watch, like, any of it because I don't have cable. It's still on the ESPN app, but it is moving to Netflix in July, so. I'll probably be able to watch yeah, it finally. Yeah, it is cool. It, I mean, it was well done. I mean, it's been all, like, rave I know, like, a stuff. lot of people were loving, like, Karma Electra. Oh, that's great. The Dennis Rodman yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of good stuff in it, beyond just, like, the nostalgia for the time period. And yeah, when Eddie Vedder was on Bill Simmons' podcast, like, a couple months ago, I think it was actually a couple of the guys from Pearl Jam, but, like, Eddie Vedder was talking about like hanging out with Rodman and like how they randomly like went to Las Vegas for some forget yeah. what band it was maybe it was like Red Hot Chili Peppers or something and d- wasn't that like covered in the last dance like them yeah. like f- like randomly flying from yeah. like Seattle to Las Vegas and back in like the middle of a playoff series or something yes that is in it <laughs> that, that, like he was just randomly would just like take off and that part like where the, he goes to Vegas like during yeah. like, a crucial time period yeah yeah, well, that was the big thing that that kind of took the mantle from Tiger King of like the yeah. big thing everyone was well, like, talking about. Well, it was so about. fun. I had like such a fun time having something to watch on TV on like yeah. Sunday nights, and even beyond COVID, I'm kind of out of the habit of that anyway. Like ever since Game of Thrones, I, I don't think I've gone back to watching something as it aired week to week. Like yeah, like then. last year we had Big Little Lies too, and then I was like on the Euphoria train. Yeah. Which I, I thought there, I don't know. I know there's going to be like a second season. I don't know when that's coming. Although I kind of lost interest in Euphoria as it went. But yeah, there's really not a lot of shows that like it seems like people can all get behind, which is what was weird about this COVID. Because like I said, I, re- I recommended Community. I want everybody to watch it. And the fact that it popped up on Netflix during this time period, it got on everyone's radar and a lot of people were watching it for the first time or or were re-watching it if they were fans of it originally 
and then it just was like right as the quarantine starts they released tiger king and it, everybody's talking about it all at oh, once right. yeah you could not ha- i mean that would have been a hit anyway but you could not have picked a better time to release something like that because everyone's stuck at home yeah there's not really like anything to watch sports are canceled okay here's this fucking wild thing about people involved in like the big cat trade or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. and then like that's over with everyone kind of gets their fill of that at a certain point and then people talk about it for a couple of weeks then they did like that thing with like joel McHale where he like interviewed everybody and then the last dance like starts up and that was originally not supposed to start airing i don't think until this summer like either yeah, now well, or july and they were like ESPN well let's just move like it starting up starting to panic yeah yeah, and it was like everyone was talking about that because there was nothing else to watch. Folks, that will do it for Say by the Bell Hawaiian style. As I talked about in the previous episode for Fear, we are back. We're going to keep this rolling as best we can since our county in Pennsylvania is now kind of open. We've said fuck it. Hopefully neither of us get sick. I barely ever interact with anybody. You you probably interact with people way more than me, so I should be yeah. weary of you. But. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've interacted with a decent amount of people over the last like 4 months or whatever and it's like nothing. Uh, not me, like yeah. n- almost nobody. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say like, you know, I mean, I was going on long stretches of just like Lindsay and I, but it's like I was still going to work for a while while everything else was still closed down and yeah. like there were people there. I mean, I've gone grocery shopping. I've gone on walks. Uh, we've hung out with some people, but I don't know. It just feels like it's not only that, though. Like, everyone that I talk to has come into contact with people. And, like, no one, like, I even, like, knows anyone that's sick. Yeah, I know. It's who knows. All right. So stay tuned for new episodes. As I die, like, uh, after this episode. <laughs> one Trashy Summer coming in July now. We should be on a pretty regular schedule, all things considered. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, there's not like another lockdown or anything. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, as we're recording this, I mean, we're still having like uh, protests every day. Oh, true. We're just living in like a nightmare. Hopefully, Trump will not win the next election and things can hopefully uh, calm down. Harmony. Yeah. (laughs) Grandpa Joe in there (laughs) doesn't really know what's going on. Still would be like a better president. (laughs) completely lost his marbles he's like that character from hook (laughs) marbles yeah that's right thanks for listening follow the show on twitter at greatest pod make sure you're subscribed tell everyone we're back and we'll talk to you soon for you i was a flame hello it is a losing game five story fire Love is a losing game. One I wish I never played. Oh, what a mess we made. And now the final frame. a losing game Played out by the band Hello Here's a losing hand And it was more than I could stand
of Bayside High. Lisa's the name. Hey dudes, let's dish. And Woo. gossip's her game. Check out Kelly. Right. Pardon my perkiness. She's not hot, she's nuclear. Make a date with the babes of Bayside High. Catch the next Saved by the Bell. Weekdays at 5.30 on WEMT Fox 39.